Well, I tell you, that song always puts the hairs on my arm up, even more so, and I've actually got clammy hands as well, uh, because I have Emily Sanday on the line as that was going out. Emily, a very good afternoon to you. Good afternoon, thanks for having me. That's okay, that's one heck of a song, and if you'll excuse me saying so as well, uh, Danny from the script and Bo, D- and Bo Bruce did it on The Voice, and it's just a wonderful song, that. You're the, the, it, what's the story behind it? Um, well, the first time I sang the song was with Professor Green, it was his single, mm. and um, I just signed to Virgin, so he took quite a risk in asking me to do the hook on it, and it went to number one, that was my first time ever being at number one with him, and, you know, we got to sing on the X Factor, it was really wonderful, and then my A&R at the time, Glenn Aikens, asked me to do my own version, he said, we'd love to hear what you would say on the verses, and because Professor Green had really gone so deep and so personal on what he had said in the original it really inspired me to do the same and it's just amazing what you know that part three version of the song has done and meant to people even now what 10 11 years later it still really seems to yeah you say you, you, you say that you say 10 11 years later i always think of you as being around for a couple of years you know you always sound very fresh and very current it's always like oh it's the new single from emily sanday it's the new album from, and i just think you're, you're so that but as you say look back and it's crikey you, you know, forgive me you've been around for a while and boy have you racked up some stuff i've just been through your wikipedia page best-selling album of 2012 in the uk over a million sales uh, the opening and closing ceremonies of the london olympics you've performed at both of those uh, four brit awards is it now i think something like that oh and by the way an mbe so <laughs> when you i mean <laughs> again reading up on you 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 knew from a very early age that you wanted to do this uh, you, you're clearly a classic example of if you're talented and you work hard you can do it can't you yeah i mean i think you have to face that there will be difficult moments there will be moments of projection and when when it does get tough but i think if you really believe in your passion and you believe that you'll work very hard to achieve it i do think anything's possible if you're willing to take the lows with the highs i think it can be a wonderful journey but when you when you look at back at, at how it all started for you, I mean, again, the, the story is that you wrote your first song at 11. But I mean, whereas most of us would have written a song about something we like for dinner or something like that, yours was a properly <laughs> formed song, had a middle eight and everything. So you clearly understand. And your parents spotted you, didn't they? They, they, they Parental support must be key. Oh, yeah. I mean, my dad introduced me to many of the greats, you know, a lot of very powerful, intelligent women. So um, he really set the bar quite high. He said, okay, this is Nina Simone. This is how you should approach writing a song. And this is, um, you know, Aretha Franklin and Celine Dion. And so from the very beginning, it was quite clear to me, well, from what I was being introduced to, that, um, you know, you should have a message and you should be reflecting your times and you should be saying something um, quite meaningful. So I think as a kid, yeah, I was writing very serious songs, perhaps a bit earlier than I should have been. (laughs) (laughs) But as you say, listing your, uh, your influences, as you say, Nina Simone, Joni Mitchell, Okay, that ties in with what you said. But then Lauren Hill and Amy Winehouse, and that's what keeps you fresh and current, isn't it? Yeah, and I think with music, you know, especially pop music, that's the beauty of it. It's trying to reflect what's 2022. And you can have the same 
um, messages as you may have had 10 years ago, but that's the challenge. How do you keep it fresh? How do you make sure that you are kind of exciting the ears of people? And that's what I've really loved on this album, particularly how to get the production to a point where it's empowering and amplifying what you're trying to say, not getting in the way of it. So we have this new album out, which is, let's say, for instance, which, uh, which came out just in May. Um, you've worked with so many great people over the over the nearly decades. I'm going to say sorry, but the likes of Naughty <laughs> Boy and all those people. Is that does that help to keep it fresh as well, and to help you to to, to aim for what you're looking to achieve? Because you've got what, 16 tracks on here. That's a that's a that's a good album's worth, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I love collaboration and throughout my career I have done a lot of it and I think as soon as you get in a room with another artist, suddenly you have all of their world as well, all their experience and you have all of yours so you can just kind of you know, inspire one another in that sense. And um, yeah, there was a lot of music. I mean, I think there was about 60 songs that we had to whistle it down to. I said, can't we do a double or triple album? And I was advised that probably wouldn't be a wise idea. But um, yeah, it is. I really want this album to tell a story and that's what helped to get it down to the 16 because I wanted to make sure each song had its very own unique um, distinctive message but you're one of these people who strikes me as you, you've permanently got ideas for songs going around in your head you're probably either talking into a voice recorder or writing down little chord sequences or something like that so what happens to those 46 songs that didn't make the cut this time because you're going to be like prince aren't you there's going to be a day when they go oh well we just found this vault and there's four thousand emily sunday songs here we can read what, what do you do with them do you do you keep them back or, yeah. or, or do they get consigned to the vault um, yeah, there's definitely a, an ever-growing vault going on, but um, I think uh, usually it's nice to kind of review a song years later or maybe even months later and just kind of hear it with new ears, because when you're in the process of writing an album, sometimes you can lose perspective because you've really got a microscope on everything. Um, so usually I'll go back and listen to it a few months later, see if there's a way I can adjust it, make it current to now. But then, yeah, sadly, a lot of it does get forgotten and it's just kind of on your iTunes, on your computer. And then, you know, hopefully sometimes artists come along that hear it and it's it works for them. You know, perhaps it wasn't right for my album, but it speaks to them in a different way and we can kind of tweak it to be more suitable for them. So I don't know. I think... Uh, I'd, I'd love to give someone a job just to listen to all my voice memos, all my, you know, all the vaults and see if I'm, like, missing any gems than me. Well, that's a five-year <laughs> job by the sound of it. I'd love someone to take that original. Do you still have that original song you wrote? Do you have it, just a, even a rough idea of it still somewhere? Um, I think we might have recorded it on cassette somewhere. Um, but I, to be honest, it could be quite a cool experiment going back and recording it now and seeing if it could still work. Wouldn't it? I bet you make a really fantastic job of it. And of course, all of this, you're doing all this, and of course, you're on tour as well. And it's not just your local pubs and clubs, is it? It's a UK and Europe tour. Do you, is that a good bit for you? Do you like that, or is that a necessary evil? Um, no, I really love it. I think it's really important to get that balance because too long in the studio, you can kind of lose your mind. And then too long on tour can become quite physically exhausting. So I think you have to have that perfect balance of making the music and then presenting it to the people then going back to your cage making more music i love the kind of cycle of it but do you ever actually uh, put your feet up and rest or are you one of these nightmare people or if you're not doing one thing you've got to be doing the other 
No, I do like to chill out, definitely. And, you know, watch watch TV and spend time with my partner, with my family. It's important. I think that's the biggest lesson for me the past couple of years is you have to take time to rejuvenate yourself. Otherwise, you will completely burn out and you'll lose perspective and meaning of what you're doing. So I definitely try to schedule in a lot of... Um, recuperation time <laughs> good for you good for you just one final question then. so going back to that little girl who decided at the age of 11 to write a song and that this is what she wanted to do if you could go back in time and have a gentle whisper in her ear and say well you are going to get four brit awards and you are going to get an mbe <laughs> and your first album will be the best-selling album of 2012 and all, what would would you would you just say just do it or would you go actually no it's a nightmare don't go near it which what would your advice to young you be <laughs> Um, I probably just tell her to like take your time and also there, there are no rules I think that's a bit of a you know problem sometimes we enter an industry where we think there are rules and I think I would have said keep doing your jazzy stuff keep trying new genres and never feel that you have to put yourself in a box um, but I would have just been like yeah enjoy the ride take time to enjoy it and appreciate it well if you see the thing is if you enjoy the ride we all get to enjoy it too because we absolutely love yes. your music I have shown you firsthand Thank the you. hairs on my arm sticking up while you were, <laughs> while you were singing read all about it in my left ear uh, Emily it's been a joy to meet you and uh, thank yeah, you for thank that you. Good luck with the new album. Good luck with the tour. Enjoy the tour. I've just back from Germany and I think you're going that way soon. The weather's lovely over there. Uh, Emily Sandy, we're going to play Ready to Love. But yeah. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you very much. See you. Bye.